So what up, though? Juwan Dandridge, CEO of Black Beans Detroit, and we are back with another episode of Speak for Yourself. Of course, we have the one, the only, one and only. Ken Elkins in the building. What's happening? What's happening? And a special guest, uh, our new neighbor, uh, Madala Mathuran. Thanks for uh, having me. Thanks for joining us. So, Madala, what's the name of your company and one of the ways that we like to kick it off is we like to have our guests introduce themselves to our audience. Mm-hmm. So how would you like our audience to know you? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so the name of the company is Kozen, and I'm the co-founder and CEO. Uh, I do have a co-founder as well, which is super important to know, uh, especially in this journey. Yeah, shout him out. Who's the co-founder? Amanda Zora. Shout out to Amanda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what are, what are y'all doing at Cozen? Yeah, so we build tools for software, or we build software for wellness professionals to conduct sessions anywhere. Uh, that goes from the, from the rooftop of your apartment to the comfort of your own home or on the beach or in the park. And so about wellness professionals, you were speaking of any wellness professional, doctors, mm-hmm. dietitians, nurses, pretty much anyone who provides uh, wellness services, you guys provide software for them to do that? Yeah, so more specifically, um, this is for wellness professionals. So this is going to be the wellness sectors of yoga, meditation, okay. sound baths, assisted stretching, and uh, breath work. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So who, who's your, your, your typical client? So our typical, our typical clients normally are yoga instructors. Um, I don't know if you've seen on Instagram, like uh, the girls that do the sound bowl baths. Right, with like a bunch of people in the park or like at a... Oh, yes. yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Or like on the beach. That? Or like meditations on the beach. No park. <laughs> Where you see that at? Oh, not one bath. I've seen no, the sound park, bath. Sound bath. Mm-hmm. So, so what is a sound bath? <laughs> see, I knew you yeah. wouldn't see it. When you said at the park, I, I missed the whole sound bath part. I'm like, yeah, yeah I've seen them doing yoga down at, weird. at the river walk. At the river walk, I'll see them camp out there, you know what I mean, in a group. Yeah, so for example, at the Riverwalk, right, yeah. a bunch of people show up and do yoga, right? Yeah. So we build a software that will enable a yoga instructor or sound bath instructor to do that wherever. Uh, what a sound bath is more specifically is when a yoga instructor comes through, comes to like the event or wherever they are um, with the bowls and they, uh, what do they, what do I say, guide the, I would say, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> they, uh, they rub no they rub they the bowls the, yeah. they make the, to make the sound the sound, yeah. The sound oh, yeah. yeah and what that does is that puts you in a certain theta wave state after a certain amount of time um, so with people in California people here people what, what we're seeing is the increase in the amount of people who want these sound bath sessions who want yoga who want meditation um, in a community setting so this is like like I said in the park with your friends or um, we've had people do uh, couples like yoga couples sound baths and stuff like that Right. I'm sorry, I have to get out. If I start seeing this, I'm, I'm out. I ain't, I'm not about to sit there long yeah. enough to be yeah. hypnotized. <laughs> I'm not it's great for you, though. I would encourage you to try. I ain't doing it. We got to go, though. Now, now we got to go. It. Now we got to go. He needs, he needs it. it. You know what I mean? But he's not open to There's a lot of things he, things he needs but ain't that he avoids. It. Okay. Right? It's clear. It's clear. It's clear. It's clear. Right. It's clear. Cool. Meditation. Do you do a lot of meditation? I, you know what? I need to meditate. Mm-hmm. Um, my, 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 my boy Martez used to meditate a lot and tell me he used to do these uh, escapes. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to try it. But to be honest, I don't know. I just, 
I haven't been able to be alone with myself for that mm. amount of time. See, that's what it is. I mean, that's a lot to ask of anybody to be alone with you. So, I mean, <laughs> even like yourself, you know what I mean? That's a lot to ask. So, yeah. so I get it. It makes sense yeah. when you put it that way. Yeah. Meditation is normally like you can do it for five minutes, right? 10 minutes, 15, 20. Yeah, Some people right. do 30, right? Yeah. And time will fly by like start this. Start with too. like 30 seconds. Like a second. <laughs> 30 seconds. See if you can get along with you. 30 seconds. For 30 seconds. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try that. But I'm still not doing it with a sound bag. Yeah. Well, you work your way that. up to it. Right, you know right, I mean? right. Yeah. Um, how'd, how'd you get into yeah. engineering? Yeah, man. Uh, it's, it's an interesting story. So I went, um, I've always been a, uh, a curious kid. Um, and when I... Was playing soccer. It was a it was a point at which I knew that I wouldn't go like to the MLS, right? Which is like the league. Um, and I was like, okay, well, what do I do next? What I remembered is that uh, I was like kind of a techie kid growing up. I used to hack like my PSP and like Xbox to get free games and stuff. I'm like, okay, it seems like tech is like a lane that I would like to go down. Um, and just following that curiosity, I just started applying to a bunch of tech jobs, mm. and then I landed a job at Apple. Oh, so, cool. yeah. How old were you so when you the job at Apple? I had to be like, I don't know, like, like 19? No, 20? I mean, so you ain't been to college yet? No, no, no. Actually, no. I was like 22 probably. I had been to college for a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And I landed I landed the job at Apple. That uh, was without graduating from college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Without graduating. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I landed, nice. landed the now, job what, at Apple. you say Apple? Were you selling phones? So you I was going to get into okay. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, I was selling phones, selling mm -hmm. MacBooks. I was on the floor. And um, I was just enamored by how Apple was able to get people to show up at the mall and have this line outside of the mall year after year after year. I'm like, how the hell are they yeah. doing this? And uh, following my curiosity, that led me to the software ecosystem. Okay. And I'm like, wow, okay. Like, I, I do understand that when you get an iPad, you want to connect it to your iPhone. And when you get your iPhone, you want to connect it to your uh, your MacBook, right? And it's like all these things are connected. Um, and then I went deeper into that. I'm like, okay, it seems like the software is what I need to be paying attention to since it brings everybody in. And that's when I taught myself how to code. Oh, nice. And then from there, um, my buddy and I, we built our first app. He actually, uh, he went to U of M at the time. And I was just, we, he wanted to learn how to build apps as well. And uh, yeah, we just stuck together for like, I think three months, just building our own app together. And then from there, um, I built more projects. And then I uh, became the second iOS engineer on the Rocket Homes team. So yeah, just following that curiosity, like led me to those steps and uh, getting a full-time job without graduating. Nice. Wow. Nice. And so why the wellness platform? Was it, were you into yoga and these sorts, these things at that time, or was it, uh, you saw the necessity that mm -hmm. kind of drove you to it. Why did you pick? Yeah, that's a great question. So really the story is that I, so after I worked for Rocket Homes, um, I had bounced around a bit during the pandemic, right? Like I did Vegas for a month. I did Atlanta for a month. I also did Houston for a month, like while I was working for Rocket Homes. And um, when I came, then I started applying to a bunch of jobs. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, Rocket wants me to come back to the office. I was like, I don't know about that. This is pretty lit. Like, right. I'm having a great time. Yeah. Also, everybody who I talked to was like, yo, if I was your age, I definitely would be doing that, going to different parts of the country and just working. And uh, so when they were talking about coming back to the office, I didn't want to do that. 
So what, I, what did I have to do? I had to get a new job, right? Yeah. Um, so I ended up applying to companies all over America and then landed a company in Silicon Valley. And okay. we built integrations for like MailChimp, uh, Dropbox, Slack, Google, things like that, and all like home services as well. Uh, and when I visited Michigan after I got my job, uh, my best friend, as of eight years, fell into a deep depression. And I was terrified. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know if it went untreated or just even like, yeah, I just, I had no idea. I was scared. I was terrified. Um, and I told him, I said, hey, you can use Headspace and Calm, the meditation apps, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, he came back to me three weeks later. He's like, dude, this is not working. He's like, I feel alone. I don't have any community around this. Is there any way I can do something like with you? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, no problem. That's cool. So I hit up my homegirl who's a yoga instructor. And I said, hey, like, this is the rundown. Like, would you be able to do these sessions with me? And she's like, yeah, no problem. So like the day before the session, she's texting me. She's like, okay, does he want an indoor or outdoor? Does he want a yoga mat? Does he want music? What type of music? Does he want incense? What type of incense? Does he want lighting? How does he want it to be set up? And there are all these things that I didn't know yeah, that I'm went sure he into. Didn't he like, man, I don't know. Yeah, I had no idea. I, I had no I, idea. I don't know if I want all that. Exactly, you know exactly. I mean? yeah. So there are all these things that went into it that I just had no idea was a part of doing these individualized sessions. Um, so long story short, 15 to 20 sessions later, um, he gets a lot better. We're able to eat like in public and like go mm. out. He was able to inter- get integrated back into society, and that was amazing. Um, but what I did was I circled back to her and I was like, "Hey, like, how often do you do this?" And she said she does it often, but not as much as she wants to. And I was like, why? She said, it's cumbersome. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? (laughs) So what we found out uh, after talking to a bunch of uh, wellness professionals is that they use on average five to seven different tools to conduct these sessions, these custom sessions. And um, that really was an eye-opener to me. So me being having the software background that I had, I was like, okay, cool. I'm not going to code it, but let me spin up a quick demo just to see, like, if this is something that she would use. So I went back to her. I was like, hey, like, would you use it? She was like, oh, my God, this is great. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. So you would use it. I don't really believe you, though, so let me talk to your friends. Yeah. Um, she introed me to her friends who were also yoga instructors, and uh, they said they would use it. So that's how it got started. Just nice. trying to help so, a friend out and um, having the background of just building products. That's mm-hmm. dope. Good way to be there for your friends. Yeah, yeah absolutely. How's, how's a friend doing now? Oh, he's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. Where's my heart, man? Where's my heart? Yoga <laughs> with me? Say, would I go to yoga with you? Without, would you? If, if it would help, shit, I go after we get down here. You would do it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I try anything. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> That's what best friends are for, right? <laughs> <laughs> so talk about you talked about your um, your uh, the many jobs you had uh, mm-hmm. in regards to. Um, coding and those different things. So talk about the transition mm-hmm. from employee to founder. Like how difficult yeah. is that? Talk about that. Yeah, that was, so for me, I thought it was really interesting. The reason why I say that is because sometimes they say the best founders or CEOs are not the best employees. <clears throat> so uh, I think I was a good employee. Amen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I think I was a good employee, but I also, I always had this knack for like, just doing things a certain way and like, like thinking about things in different ways than other people were used to. Um, and also I always had this entrepreneurial spirit, 
like growing up like i used to um I used to, when people used to broke, break their iPhones in high school, I used to fix the iPhone screens. I used to make them red, like a red screen. You could get a red screen for me, a blue screen, a oh, green wow. screen. Yeah, yeah, And I used to order the parts from China and sell them. Um, and even before that, uh, LimeWire, I used to download, uh, <laughs> I used to download songs off LimeWire yeah. and, um, and just uh, make like, Custom mixtapes and sell them in school because not yeah, everybody look like, old I'm, enough to have it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just hoping there's a statute of limitations on all this. You <laughs> <laughs> did. We hey, talk right. about like it's a part like, of it. Like breaking, breaking, breaking his, breaking his uh, uh, game system, game yeah. systems yeah. Like, to get free games. games. Yeah, I was doing that. I was doing that. He called it getting free games. They wasn't free. They were free to me. Look, my mom. My mom didn't want to buy me more games. She's like, you right. have enough games. I was so like, I, was like, like, I, I don't know. for anybody come for mom is what he's saying. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm saying. I'm saying. It was her fault. But look, she made an entrepreneur. So that's it. But look, so look, so yeah, so I did the thing. I used to sell the CDs because not everybody would want to listen to the 50 Cent, the whole 50 Cent CD. So right. I was like, okay, cool. Like I could make, my dad had a stack of blank CDs from Best Buy, went in there, burned them off LimeWire, sold them in, in school. Um, and that was a part of my entrepreneurial entrepreneurial journey as well i didn't know it at the time i was just doing stuff right yeah um and then uh so that transition to always having that spirit to then being your own founder it was actually a lot easier than i thought right um the only part that i think that i think took some adjusting to is like running your own team per se like the people right but outside of that like being able to uh collaborate with my co-founder who's phenomenal on um on different ideas and different projects for the company i think it's it was it was it was seamless but i think that there are a couple things that you need to have as a founder transitioning out from uh employee that is super important the first thing i'd say is resilience because a lot of people are going to tell you your idea is good a lot of people are going to tell your idea is bad when you talk to these investors or whatever um and you need to have the have the resilience to push through um, there's that. And then I'd also say uh, know what – have a close relationship with what gets you motivated, right? If you have that cl- close relationship when times are tough and you can always go back to this one thing that you know, if I watch this video, if I do this workout, if I talk to this person, if I talk to this community of people, yeah. um, I'll get recharged. And you yeah. know what? I got knocked down today. Maybe I got mm-hmm. knocked, knocked down three days in a row. Yeah. But you know what? We're back at it on day four. What does that look like for you? What is that thing that you go back to if you don't mind sharing? No, it's fine. Yeah. So <clears throat> one of the things that super important to me is getting like high intensity, I guess, lifting sessions in. Okay. Um, that to me is like, it's almost like a, I get to like shed the old me. <clears throat> you know, when yeah. you leave the gym, you feel incredible. Like, I love you that don't feeling. Go to the gym, but you know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But you feel incredible. Like, those are the, those, that's one of the things that um, I have a super close relationship to, just in the gym. Um, it's almost like you're shedding the old version of yourself, and then you come out and you're like a new person, right? Nice. You have new perspectives, you, you, and uh, you just feel a lot better. Nice. It's one of them. Yeah. That's the same with riding a bike, though. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, like that's why you jump on a bike all the time to clear your head. Mm-hmm. Whatever you it is, close relationship yeah. with whatever it is that motivates you, mm-hmm. and that's what you find your motivation in. Mm-hmm. You go for a ride and come with me. Yeah. with some ridiculous ideas. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> from, your, from your ride, yeah. Though, you know, mm-hmm. you got to be free. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking. So I, I know what you mean when you say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, it looks like prayer, meditation, but also riding, like a long bike mm-hmm. ride, um, consistently, mm-hmm. and I can come back with some. 
either some dope ideas or some dumb ideas. Yeah. I'm going to have some ideas. Yeah, exactly. that's all that matters. That's all yeah. that matters. Yeah, yeah. yeah, as long as you and get more something. Than, more likely they all dope. Yeah. I give them a hard time, but. Yeah. But it'd be a couple ridiculous ones. We all oh, have a couple yeah. ridiculous ones. Oh, yeah. Ones. I mean, you got to have, yeah. yeah. have a lot of ridiculous yeah. ones. You got to. You got you to. Ain't, Absolutely. Like, I think 100%. you might have said this and someone said it. Where if you haven't come up with a ridiculous idea, you're not pushing yourself yeah. Yeah. enough to yeah, yeah, think yeah, yeah. outside yeah. of what's typical yeah. and what's normal. Oh, for sure. You're still trapped in a box. 100%. If you haven't came up with some ridiculous idea, mm-hmm. right, yeah. to show that, yes, I'm, I'm thinking mm-hmm. way outside the box, right? Yeah. And yeah. so I appreciate those ideas yeah. to, to show that. One of mine was uh, floating stop signs. <laughs> floating floating, stop, floating signs. stop signs, yeah. Yeah, that's a ridiculous yeah. idea. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like, like what why? Was it, what was it going to float on? There's going to be a little pad that has a magnetic charge that was like, uh, that can sustain the sign. So like mm. people don't run into stop signs. Like stop when you're signs. walking and you're looking at your phone, you don't run into it. It's just a floating stop sign. Or drive, oh, yeah, like that's you're what driving a car yeah. you don't run and you do something stupid and hit jump a curb. Don't hit it. Yeah. Don't hit it. Yeah, I used to have this idea book, right? Every day I just write down ten ideas. I'd force myself to write, write down ten ideas every single day. Um, that was one of them. Yes. <laughs> funny stuff. But it's a ridiculous idea. But mm-hmm. next week, if I come out with a ridiculous <laughs> idea, I wouldn't be mad at you. I wouldn't be mad at you. Ridiculous idea. Just let me have it next week. Hey, look, let me invest. Just let me invest. Ken will, Ken will repitch your idea to you. <laughs> I got this Listen, Ken shot down ideas of mine yeah. and other team members. Yeah. And then only to come back in a, in a team meeting a couple weeks later, like, hey, I got this idea. <laughs> the picture same idea. I'm like, I'm glad we tracking ideas. We got, we got the same thing as, as up here with the veto by you. Your name. Right? I just told you. Right. Exactly. Oh, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah, well, man, this is exciting stuff, man. Um, is there anything that we didn't get to touch on that you would love to share uh, with the audience? I actually would love for them to share real quick because you do have people who are small businesses and I think one of the biggest space for us to get into ecosystems is that of tech. It's mm. just primarily because we don't even know where to get the money from. Mm. Right. So mm. we talked about investors early. Mm. I think that's definitely a, a space we're unfamiliar with. Mm-hmm. We tend to do what we know, what we can yeah. physically get money, and then start making more money mm-hmm. to continue making more money. Mm-hmm. So talk to us about that world, about mm-hmm. getting investors. What did y'all do when y'all first started out to even – Pay for the work, right? The mm-hmm. work that you're doing, because that's mm-hmm. expensive. Yeah. Of course, you're coding yourself, so it mm-hmm. takes away some of the the expense. But just yeah. talk a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, so I guess I can start with my relationship with my co-founder. Um, so we met at the Apple Store. I, I forget how it happened, but something. I think she was talking to somebody else, and it came up that she was a product designer. And I was like, "Oh, you're a product designer." Mind you, I'm young. She's young. I'm like, I'm an engineer. We should be friends. Like, I know what that looks like when it's good, right? And then from then on, we we just had that relationship. I've always been interested in what she was building, what she was designing, how she was thinking about things, because she thought so differently than me being an engineer by trade. Um, I just thought thought it was fascinating. So we just, we kept that relationship and then we ended up like doing projects together and things like that. And uh, she's my co-founder now. It was a no-brainer to have her like just be on the team because I was like, yo, like, you know, you've you've seen me build this thing. She was a part of some of the early days, right, okay. of it coming together. And um, I thought that that was really important to 
have her on the team and it was just like a super synerg synergetic like relationship um and so when it comes down to like not paying for things right so i'm the i'm an engineer by trade like i said 50 times um and she does d the designs mm -hmm. um so we actually were able to dodge a lot of early costs yeah. just because right. even because even with a quick prototype like she could just whip something up she could send it over i'm like okay cool let me implement that and then we talk about it right mm. um so that's really that's really uh that is really important and when it when it comes to prototyping right because you don't want to spend all the, like from these investors i'm circling around um you don't want to spend all that money on just like just ideas yeah when it's like okay i got let's say you get 10k and you're nervous about if this 10K is going to be the hit that you need it to be because yeah. you only got this one grant, right? Um, but to answer your question more directly, uh, we were able to get grants from different programs. We were able to, like I said, dodge a lot of the cost because designer and engineer working. Um, and also uh, just get intros to a lot of people that can give us resources. Like, for example, we have, uh, we have a couple folks uh, that we're working with now that are interns uh, and they actually are at university right now. They're super happy to work with us. We're happy to work with them and they believe in the vision as well. So I feel like part of the, part of what's important with like getting people to work with you is being able to tell that story um, because you wouldn't necessarily need to go to investors for a ton of capital if you can uh, talk to people and get people to, you know, follow your idea. Um, and uh, in regards to investors, yeah, so VCs are interesting, right? So there's a whole venture capital sector um, where they invest in high-growth startups. There are different, different stages like pre-seed, seed, series A. As the company grows, you become uh, in those different rungs, right? And uh, how to get money from them uh, is interesting. Um, it's, always a, it's always a topic of conversation on Twitter because... You know, some investors are like, you need to know X, Y, and Z to even have a conversation with me. Some some investors are like warm intro only. That's the only way that they can get you can get an investment. Um, and other other investors are like hit me up anytime, but obviously the inbox is flooded. So yes. we understand what that's like. It's like you email somebody three four times. You know, they respond on the fifth time, and it's like, oh, I'm sorry, my inbox was crazy. Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. So. One of the things that we, we like to ask um, our guests is, which, what was your, like your biggest f up moment? Um, mm. you've, you've, it seems like you've been in a lot of spaces, but <laughs> yeah. um, do you have a biggest f up story? My f up, you mean fuck up? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, man, biggest f up moment. Hmm. That's a, that's a great question. I don't know if I have it off the tip of my tongue. I don't know. No pressure. We'll get you. We'll get you to share yeah. that on your next. Yeah, maybe. Your next go round. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 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 Is, is there something that stands out that you're like extremely proud of? Is mm -hmm. there a moment that you're extremely proud of that mm -hmm. comes to to mind? Uh, yeah, I'd say that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been in entrepreneurship full time for about six months now. Um, I'm extremely proud that I'm able to walk the path that I'm able to walk. I'm extremely proud that I'm able to make people uh, believe in something. You know, there are a lot of people out there that don't necessarily believe in uh, themselves. <clears throat> but after a conversation with me, after a conversation with 
uh, people who I surround myself with that can I can be a light for people. Um, I'm just proud to proud to keep on walking, yeah. keep on walking in my path. This is definitely a difficult journey. Sure. Uh, you know, I respect I respect any business owner ten times more yeah, <laughs> after right? going on this journey, um, just because of like the ups and downs, right, and what you have to deal with uh, while you're trying to pursue your passion. So, that's good, man. Um, from like standing there alongside of your friend, mm-hmm. working, you know, for Rock Ventures, um, Silicon Valley. <laughs> And all of those things, man. It sounds like you've had an amazing story already, <laughs> yeah, right? Like appreciate with, it. With that, if you didn't do anything else, but um, mm-hmm. we're excited to be neighbors with you mm-hmm. and looking forward to seeing uh, what the future and even the present, yeah, like has yeah. in store for you. So, so keep it up, man. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, it. No doubt. Yeah. Um, that is us with another episode of Speak for Yourself. Thanks for tuning in. Um, if you enjoyed this, please like, subscribe. Um, and we'll see you next time. Peace.